the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and we're Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Wedding Pro Radio, the show that talks all things wedding and wedding related topics. Whether you're planning a wedding or whether you are in the wedding industry, we give you tips, advice, and helpful hints to make your big day everything you dreamed it would be. I am Rich Leggett with Black Tie Events, a full-service DJ entertainment company with offices in Atlanta, Georgia, and Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm joined by my co-host, Abby Hillis, with ACH Events. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. So, Abby, we got a really cool show today, and and we have a great guest that I'm going to introduce here in a second. But before we do that, I want to do our sponsor thank yous. Thank you to the Phoenix Radio Network, which runs our show every Wednesday at 3 p.m. and then Saturdays and Sundays at noon. Also, Big Talk Radio Del Marva, which runs our show at noon on Saturdays and Sundays. Black Tie Events, DJ Songlist, and ACH Events. So we got a couple of great questions today. We are also doing a Top 10 Songs Countdown for you. We are going to do the Top 10 Bouquet Toss Songs, which ought to be a lot of fun. Um, Abby's going to do a planner tip about how to repurpose florals for your wedding reception um, after the fact, is after the fact, right, Abby? Yes, yes, after the ceremony into the reception. And then we got a question from uh, Barbara in New Orleans, Louisiana, who had, uh, who, yeah, who wanted to get some advice in. And Barbara, we're going to come see you real soon when it comes to Mardi Gras. So, <laughs> want to uh, welcome to the show Natasha Bracken with Natasha Bracken Events. She has uh, been in the business for almost two decades as an expert wedding planner and has offices in Boston, Massachusetts, and also um, in Florida. Um, she's also been featured in publications like uh, Grace Armand, Style Me Pretty, and Carrots and Cake. So welcome to Wedding Pro Radio, Natasha. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are so glad to have you, and we're going to pick your brain and get your expertise on a couple of things uh, planning related. So tell us a little bit about your company and how you got started. Sure. I started my business about 19 years ago. I was in uh, public relations and for a firm in the Boston area, and we planned a lot of events for our clients. And that's really where um, I kind of grew my love of events. I mean, it really started when I was younger, and my dad had tons of uh, parties and I would help with the menu and music selections and things like that and it was always so great and I knew at that point it was really special to see people around the table laughing telling stories so that's kind of where it started and then when I was working for the PR firm again like we we plan events for our clients and that's what I wanted to do so I left the company and started my business and primarily started with social events, mm-hmm. um, weddings, bar, bar bar mitzvahs, um, anniversary parties, and then I moved into also nonprofit galas. So we work with about six nonprofits um, every year to put on their galas, which is really great. It's I love the diversity and just the different levels of creativity that you can bring in to those events as well as weddings. That is awesome. Well, we also know, and one of the topics we wanted to touch with you on is that that you do quite a few destination weddings. And so we are going to pick your brain about destination and destination clients. And my first question is, so how do you market to to destination clients? Um, Because, you know, obviously it's outside the Boston area or it's either people in the Boston or Florida area who want to go somewhere else and do a wedding. So, So how do you handle your marketing for that? 
Yeah, I think um, two things to keep in mind is you know, there's destination weddings that um, can be, for example, like in the Boston area, like Cape Cod mm-hmm. right. is a destination area, right? right. Yeah. So that's a destination wedding. But then there's also destination weddings when you think about like overseas, like Italy or you know Costa Rica or you know some places like that. So really, I think as a planner, if you're looking to get into destination events, you really want to think about instead of just saying I do destination events, you want to think about the area, like find an area that like appeals to you that you maybe visited quite a few times and feel is really special to you, and and market to that area, not just broadly kind of marketing, um, you know, destination events at the beginning. I mean, obviously, as you grow and you know, maybe you move into other markets, but I think at the beginning, that's what works best. And then just really, you know, diving in and finding out who, you know, the local um, event professionals are, developing the relationships with them. Um, Instagram is the perfect tool for that. (laughs) Perfect. Do you ever use services like uh, when you're looking for vendors like The Knot or Wedding Wire and and look at reviews and that kind of stuff to try to find, you know, who the top rated professionals are in that area? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, You know, first, my process really is um, when you're looking at a destination event and maybe it's a you know, maybe it's an area you're new to, right. but um, for example, when I was, you know, kind of moving into the South Florida market, I, that's, I, I said, that's, this is a market that I want to work in. And I started with Instagram, honestly, like I went and saw like, who are the photographers that um, I feel speak to me and my aesthetic and the look yes. that, you know, my clients kind of gravitate towards and then who are they working with? And you know, looking at you know their tagging photos, like who is the florist, who yes. is the cinematographer, um, and that's a great way to build your network. You know, reach out on DMs, send them an email, and you know, have coffee, have a drink. Um, it's amazing, you know, how you can really grow relationships through Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, absolutely, and so. What is your favorite destination? Where is a place that you just absolutely would love to go back to again and again and do a wedding? <laughs> um, well, I have to say, probably because it's an area where I spend a lot of time is Cape Cod. Um, you know, kind of in the States and in the area. Um, it's just, it's really magical. You feel like you're in a completely different area then you know you don't feel like you're in Massachusetts right the beaches are gorgeous um there is some amazing venues um on, on the island and you know then, then there's also Nantucket too which is uh, awesome yes. Cape Cod. yeah and I also have amazing food yes <laughs> so it's That's like me. a double win <laughs> yeah yeah there's lots of uh lobster and steamers and you know but then yes. Also, too, you you have more of the gourmet foods, you know, the tenderloins and, you know, very, very well-prepared food and chefs. So, um, and then I think, you know, for areas outside of the United States, I really fell in love with um, the Amalfi Coast of Italy. It's, it's It's just amazing. And, 
I'm working with, actually, we just launched um, last month, the Amalfi Coast Moments, which I am collaborating with a well-known planner there and a florist here to do events and work with clients from the States, you know, to make sure that the cultures and the traditions that we have here are kind of integrated into the event there. And then um, the planner there, Alessandra, um, is, you know, working with us to make sure that all of the, you know, kind of the, the intricacies of planning a wedding on the Amalfi Coast and you know, she knows all of the, the great event professionals and things like that. So it's, it's a really exciting endeavor and I'm, you know, excited to see where it goes because I think once um, Italy's open again, people are going to want to travel and have, yes. have missed all these celebrations and I think they're going to want to, you know, kind of combine 50th birthday parties with you know, weddings and yep. all of that. Yep. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Well, and you brought up a good point. Um, as a matter of fact, Abby and I talked about this um, in a personal conversation during the week is uh, destination weddings are probably, if you're going outside the United States, almost kind of shut down because, it, you know, there's so much involved in the testing with with COVID. And then sometimes when you're there and if you test positive, then you can't get back in the country. So it's probably slowed down quite a bit as far as that goes. Yeah, it, it definitely has. And I think that's why you're seeing more and more people, I think, in the States looking to different areas here that, you know, kind of maybe if you're looking for that European vibe, like, you know, you're selecting um, a venue that kind of has that, you know, we have a couple here in New England and, you know, obviously there's, you know, places in South Florida or even like Charleston, South Carolina that just can give you that feel. Um, so it That's really good. is kind of thinking outside the box and how you can create, you know, that kind of destination feel here. There's a, there's an, a, like a very much so Italian feel, uh, venue here in Austin and there's actually I actually had a client reach out to me specifically wanting to come to Austin but to still get kind of like you know we have it has like a hill country view so you're you know yeah. kind of getting that like in the middle of nowhere feel but it's just you know right on the outskirts of Austin and it's funny because it's like well if I can't go to Italy then I'm going to figure out how I can just make it happen here um, and yeah I definitely echo that and see that but hopefully with like the vaccines and um, kind of how everything's starting to slowly open up you know, by the end of this year, destination weddings outside the United States will kind of start picking back up again. Yeah. Yes, fingers I hope crossed. so. Fingers crossed, ladies. <laughs> yeah. We will keep our fingers <laughs> crossed on that one. Well, you know, I actually, I, I just booked a, a wedding last week in Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is a beautiful island. I don't know if uh, either of you guys have been there, um, but it is, it is amazing. And there's something very special and Tasha, I'm sure you can weigh in on this about the beach wedding and the feel with, with the gazebo actually out on the beach and the chairs out out there and the beautiful backdrop of the ocean as yeah. people are getting married. It's just so cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, people just really gravitate towards that. And I think that's why the Cape is so special because you have that and, you know, just those pictures of, you know, the couple on the beach, her dress flowing in the wind. Yes. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> There's nothing like it, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Tasha, how do you vet your clients when you're when you're first uh, they're first calling you and they're interested in, in possibly booking your services? Do you have because I know Abby and I both 
talked about how we want to make sure we have the same vision with the clients and we have a feel and it's a good fit. Do you do something very similar when you are uh, talking to your clients? Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I think you know, it's kind of a process. Like I, you know, the initial call I have with a client really isn't for me to sell my services. It's really mm -hmm. to find out more about are we a good fit for each other? Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. like let's see if we can, you know, play well together and and if, and if I'm, you know, match your vision and you kind of match what I look for in clients cuz I think you know, it's been said before, but you know, and Abby, you know, you know this too. It's you know, as a planner, you, you, they're interviewing you, but you're also interviewing them in a way, right? Yeah. Like so, it's kind of it goes both ways. So I think it's important to you know first establish a rapport. I usually ask like, you know, how's the planning going, and and then get into some of the details if they've picked their photographer. You know, what was it about the photographer that you that you liked or what it was it about the venue that you picked. So you can really kind of start to get a sense of kind of their style and what yes. is important to them. And, and I think too, you, you, that's like such a good point. And I wish like if there's anyone listening that's, that's um, currently in the process of planning and booking vendors, you know, I think that everyone focuses so hard on the budget a lot of times when they're looking at vendors and it's like, you know, do you follow within my budget? But I wish so much, some of the focus was just towards like this is someone especially the planner or even like the photographer where you're just so intimate with that with the couple that's like you you got to have a team that you feel good about you that you mesh well with that you y'all have personalities that like you know work with each other um and it's not always just about you know does this check off all my checklist that of things that i needed this vendor to do yes but like did you guys just like genuinely connect and I wish that more more people who are planning weddings, and I feel like, and I don't know what it's been like for you, Tasha, up in the Northeast, but um, Rich and I have just seen a lot more like, we need to know pricing. We don't really care to talk to you. Like, we just, like, give us a pricing. We'll book you. You know, like, we don't, there's like this, like, missing link right now yeah. of just like, hey, can we sit down and have a conversation and get to know each other before you decide to, like, sign a contract? You know, yeah. and I think that's so important as part of, like, just making the planning process just that much better for people. Yep, exactly. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, even before um, 2020, like I saw, you know, probably in the last four or five years, people did not want to meet. I mean, when I first started, that's what you did. You sat down yeah. with someone on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday and spent like over an hour with them. Yes. And, you know, and now it's like, nope, um, let's just, you know, set up a Zoom or talk on the phone. Yep. And when that that trend kind of first started happening, it was hard for me because it was like, well, I do much better in person, mm -hmm. you know, you can actually see someone and see facial expressions and things like that. So I knew phone was not going to be good for me. So I started requiring like, let's get on a Zoom. And that seemed, you know, people are, especially now, are much more open to that. Um, yes. But, but definitely, yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, I can't, count how many emails I've gotten that I was like what you know I'm interested in your service what is what is your price yeah. what yep. is your pricing and it's like well there's a lot more to it than just that yeah <laughs> right I so, agree, I agree. Yeah. well and the and the good thing about it is if you can uh, and what I've noticed and Abby and I talked about this is uh post-COVID is that that sometimes you don't even get to talk to somebody on the phone it's it's email and 
and text and you can't really get a good feel of not only what we do as wedding professionals and what we can do for you but what they're looking for and whether it's a good fit do a text i mean i mean there's just no way to do it so um i would encourage any bride or groom that is listening to actually do a zoom with your 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 vendor if you can meet in person that's great um you know there may be restrictions on that now but um, if at all possible, you can do that, but do a Zoom or at least do a phone call because you can get so much more information and get that personal touch just from doing yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so much, you know, even though it's time and I know everyone's so busy, but they're going to get so much more out of it. And they're, you know, and, you know, Abby, as you were saying, that team, it's, and I talk to mm-hmm. clients about this all the time. It's, it's like, yes you know, you want maybe this photographer and you want this florist and, but how do they work together? Have they worked together before? And I think that's what we planners bring is, you know, who works well together because that um, I think is overlooked. Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. the, The benefit of that, as opposed to just, you know, not caring whether, you know, just saying, Oh, I really love this florist and I really love this photographer. And yes, that's great. And, you know, they'll probably work really well together. But as planners, we understand, you know, who we work with and who works best together. That's going to really make sure that your day goes off smoothly. I agree. I totally agree. Well, ladies, we are going to go to break. Um, We're going to pay some bills and we'll be right back with Natasha Bracken talking about destination weddings with Wedding Pro Radio right after this. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. ACH Events is a full-service wedding planning and design team based in Texas with a focus on unparalleled service and event personalization. We offer our clients expert advice and hands-on guidance, ultimately bringing your special day to fruition through a highly personalized, stress-limiting, and always enjoyable planning experience. Texas is our home, but we handle weddings across the country and internationally. Wedding planning can be overwhelming, especially in this time of COVID-19, but we're here to help. So join the hundreds of brides we've already worked with and let's help you make your wedding vision come true. Contact us at achevents.com and let's start planning your dream wedding. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well, then look no further than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to get a question to Abby and I, you can uh, email us. I am Rich, R-I-C-H, at WeddingProRadio.com. Abby is Abby, A-B-B-I-E, at WeddingProRadio.com. We'll take any and all questions and try to use our knowledge and answer them the best we can. If we can't figure out an answer, we will find a way to look up an answer and get back with you. 
So um, also the show runs every uh, Wednesday at 3 o'clock on the Phoenix Radio Network. It also runs on Big Talk Radio Del Marva on Saturdays and Sundays at noon, as well as uh, Phoenix Radio Network runs it again at noon um, on Saturdays and Sundays if you want to tune in live. Also, if you don't want to listen to it live, any and all podcasts, just go and type in Wedding Pro Radio and it will uh, take you right there. That We have an episodes page on our site as well where you can go um, go there and listen to episodes. But um, love to hear topics from you and love to get questions from you. So we are back with uh, Natasha Bracken with Natasha Bracken Events with offices in Boston and also in South Florida. And we're talking destination weddings. And uh, so I guess my next question leading up to that, Tasha, is what advice would you give somebody planning a destination wedding? Great question. Um, first, figure out the location. Um, maybe you know, maybe there's a location that you that's special to you and you know that you want to you know, potentially have your wedding there, or maybe you just know that you want a destination wedding, but you want to look at the location and figure out, you know, is it safe? What is it going to be like for guests traveling there mm-hmm. and accommodate, you know, what you envisioned for your wedding? Again, you know, like the Malfi Coast, um, there's a lot of properties and venues that you can't drive to. So, that requires a lot of logistics in terms of getting, you know, luggage, guest luggage and getting them checked in and, and things like that. So you just want to kind of look at those things and obviously requirements, what's needed, um, you know, with marriage licenses or just, um, you know, kind of the traditions and cultures. Um, so that's kind of the first, the first thing that I would um, advise people looking to plan a destination event. Well, I think too, you, right now, another, because I have one um, in Mexico coming up this summer, and it's a postponement from last year, and we're still trying to work on the logistics of what it looks like to get all of the guests back into the United States after the wedding, um, you know, because right now there's COVID testing that has to be yeah. provided, and, you know, if there's a positive test, what are the reproduction repercussions of, of that, and, you know, I've we've got guest apprehensive about going now because they don't want to get stuck there and their parents and you know thinking through the logistics of all of that so I think in my experience too with destinations is like kind of also understand when you're picking that that location understand like the logistics and all the things that could possibly go into it um, before and kind of set your expectations of it like the hurdles you're gonna have to jump um, before you dive into the planning process because I feel like sometimes it's like rainbows and butterflies of I'm getting married on the beach or I'm getting married you know in the Caribbean and it's yeah. like people totally miss the logistic like like preparation that's going to be included in all of that planning yeah no that's a good point about COVID that's obviously changed a lot of things and yeah did it so eloquently much better than I did <laughs> Well, yeah, and I would also say, you know, seasons too, like in Costa yes. Rica, they have a rainy season, um, yes. you know, and so really, which they call their winter, um, which is made in November. And so <laughs> really, you know, crazy, but, um, you know, so really the ideal months are November through April. So things like that, just to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I actually talked to a buddy of mine who was doing a wedding coming up in, in Mexico. And um, he said that he is getting all his gear locally. Usually, you know, you'll, it, with the DJ, you'll bring in your controller and, and, you know, a couple little items and then plug into a sound system. 
But he isn't even doing that because if they find out what that is when it's going through security, there's actually some kind of um, um, employment tax that you have to pay in Mexico. Yeah. And it's it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars just because you're bringing a DJ controller into the country. So there, there's some weird little rules about that kind of stuff that you really got to dive into. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico is tricky. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done anything there, but it, yeah, I know that there are a lot, a lot of people have gotten in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. <laughs> so, so yeah. Tasha, your due diligence. Go ahead. Tasha, I've got another question for you. Yeah. Um, when you are, are planning an overseas wedding and especially talking about um, Italy, like what, do you think obviously we've talked about the logistics and just thinking through what all of that looks like but what are other important things that you would want to share with our listeners on what's just important when you're planning something overseas for a wedding i think it's really the um language part of it is like language barriers and things mm. like that that's why we we started amalfi coast moments was because I think it was really hard sometimes to translate what a client wanted yes to the people that were on the ground in the location doing everything so and a big part of that is you know if you look at florals are very different here than you see a lot in europe and things like that so it's like kind of just being a little bit of a translator and you know kind of working with them to make sure that that vision is realized. Yes, that's a really good point. Communication, language barriers can make, and language barriers yeah. in addition to cultural barriers. Exactly, um, yeah. You, you know, that's like double it up and yeah. having, I, I love the idea how you guys basically have two planners double teaming it. It's like a recipe for success. You've got one person <laughs> here, one person there, and you know, relying on them to communicate, that's like a, a really awesome situation to be in. Yeah, because I mean, I think, you know, in, in any location, there's, you know, there's just certain ways that things are done, right? Yes, and, yes. you know, and I, I think you want to, while you want to embrace it, you also want to make sure that you still are able to, you know, kind of incorporate things that we see here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think that's a, a big point too for, for clients that are planning destination events is embrace your surroundings there like the food all that don't try to bring in everything outside because oh when, yeah you know because you're going there because you love the location you love the you probably love the culture and the food so you know use all that and it will also you know save you some money too so that brings up an interesting question for me so if you're doing a destination wedding in italy would an Italian disc jockey or band know the music from the United States and the popular music to play there? Or is it a mesh of cultures? You know, you were talking about accepting everything that's there, but there, you know, people may not want to dance to, uh, to Italian music for four hours. <laughs> so um, I, yeah. I, I'm just curious. It just brought, put a thought yeah. in my head. I was just curious about that. Yep. No, I think it, it is a mesh. Like, you, I mean, yeah, I think again it goes back to just embracing what is there right. you know so I think if you're going to you know Italy or you know something like of course you're probably going to want some Italian music oh, right? yeah yeah absolutely but, you know but but on the same side as you were saying you're going to want some of that music that you know so there are definitely 
you know, it may sound a little different, but, um, you know, you can definitely work that and make sure that, you know, who you're working with is able to kind of come mesh those two together. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think too, maybe it's a combination of picking and choosing which vendors come from like within the culture and which ones are important that come, you know, from whether it's the States or wherever. Right. So it's like, I really want to make sure we have, you know, this photographer from the US because I've followed her for forever and I want her, you know, I've always dreamed of her doing our wedding. So we're going to fly her out to the destination, but we're going to go ahead and use a local DJ um, and just make sure we communicate. We want to make sure that, you know, once dancing starts, we can start incorporating X, Y, and Z songs or whatever. And so you can kind of pick and choose what vendors you integrate from the local culture versus ones that you maybe fly out. Yeah, I would. Exactly. I would think stuff like florals and catering and a lot of that on-site stuff that is unique to that area would be good. But but if you're doing an overseas wedding, you know, I would think planner, photographer, um, and entertainment you may want to bring in um, just because they'll know and they can they can kind of incorporate the uh, the Italian aspect to it. Since we're talking about Italy, I mean that's just my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely. And you see that a lot, um, people bringing in a photographer or cinematographer mm -hmm. over sometimes entertainment. Um, and, you know, what we're doing with florals is really, you know, kind of our floral, Deborah Craft, she is kind of a consultant for the floral company that we're working with in the Amalfi. Ah. Oh, that's cool. So, She's so kind of she can she can be the liaison and the communicator of being able to talk the flower lingo, but then also be able to share certain things from our cult. That is so cool. That is such a yeah. good idea. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly right. Yep. And she may go there for some events, and she may not. You know. Yeah. She she um she draws and she sketches and everything, so she can really build that vision and right. then have it executed by you yes. know one of the florists really well known over there so that's and I amazing. think that really really gives um a, a higher level of service to the client and ensures that they're really getting the experience that they want yeah so well she sounds like a great great addition to your staff it sounds like you got a top-notch staff working for you um and I'd encourage anybody that is in the South Florida or Boston area to uh go to Go to Natasha's website. What, what's the web address, Natasha? It's TashaBrackenEvents.com. Perfect. And that's our, our Instagram handle is Tasha Bracken Events, Facebook as well. Perfect. And you want to give out a phone number in case anybody wants to give you a call? Sure. 617-797-3285. Um, and again, guys, go check out our website. It is amazing. I loved some of the photos on your website of uh, of some of the weddings that you did at the Cape, oh, as we, we mentioned earlier. You're welcome. And then also um, some of the South Florida weddings were beautiful as well that you're doing. Yeah. Natasha, it's been so great to talk to you and pick your brain and get to know you. Thank you so much for coming on yeah. here. Yeah, you as well. This is fun. Absolutely. So fun. I always love talking to others in the industry. Share lots of stories. <laughs> well, we do as well. And our goal here, Tasha, is to spread as much information as we can, not only to brides, but to other industry professionals, because everybody, Abby and I talk about this all the time, everybody can learn something from another vendor. And if you're not trying to learn and not trying to be creative and not trying to get new uh, new ways of doing things or improve the way you're doing things, then then you're not growing. And that that's kind of our 
kind of our operation and what we're trying to do here with Wedding Pro Radio. Yeah, I love that. Now, you guys are doing amazing things, and thank you so much. Well, we are so glad to have you. Again, guys, go check out uh, Tasha Bracken Events. She's going to do a great job for you. If you're in the Boston area or South Florida or need a destination wedding planner, let her know. And we're going to be back with more Wedding Pro Radio right after this. ACH Events is a full-service wedding planning and design team based in Texas with a focus on unparalleled service and event personalization. We offer our clients expert advice and hands-on guidance, ultimately bringing your special day to fruition through a highly personalized, stress-limiting, and always enjoyable planning experience. Texas is our home, but we handle weddings across the country and internationally. Wedding planning can be overwhelming, especially in this time of COVID-19, but we're here to help. So join the hundreds of brides we've already worked with, and let's help you make your wedding vision come true. Contact us at achevents.com, and let's start planning your dream wedding. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well, then look no further than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoyed Abby having uh, Natasha Bracken with Natasha Bracken Events on the show. She had, I mean, has amazing information about destination weddings and a lot of stuff I didn't never even considered. Yeah, she's definitely a wealth of knowledge, and you can tell she's her 19 years of experience are well well used, for sure. She's awesome. I agree. I agree. And I love talking to planners because I learned so much um, from my end of things. So yep. that's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing the show with you. Another reason I enjoyed Abby, is because you give us planner tips of the week. What, what? <laughs> and we got an, another planning planner tip of the week. What do we got this week? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about repurposing florals. It seems to, like I, you know, we're in a lot of Facebook groups. Vendors, it seems to be a really strong platform for vendors to communicate in the industry in. And I've just noticed that there have been a lot of questions about, you know, how can you get the most out of your floral the proposal and, and what can you do once you're done with ceremony if you're not using that space again. And so I just wanted to just share some nuggets of knowledge that, you know, maybe people have, have heard or they haven't heard them all of just like what you can do when you when you have your ceremony florals and your install and then how how can you repurpose them for the reception so um, basically you know there's there's arrangements that like aisle arrangements that can line the aisle um, that go on the inside of the chairs there are typically some sort of arrangement that's either on some arbor or if you're getting married outside in the trees the backdrop like maybe they're crawling up the tree um, maybe there's pedestals but regardless, there's typically, there's t- chair ties a lot of the time. So there's all this stuff that's being used for your ceremony. Right. And then a lot of times it just gets either left there or during the flip, it's just, you know, moved to the side and 
um, you know, there's all different decor that's needed for the tables. And so I've been just like really getting into figuring out how can we be strategic on the design aspect with the florist on how they're doing certain installs and certain things with the ceremony so that they can be best used to be repurposed for the reception. Um, so things like the aisle decor, can you take those and make those more of a 360 design instead of a, you know, 90 degree design right. uh, or 180 degree design and actually make it a 360 so that you can pick those up and put them maybe on like a really tall, those, you know, those tall gold stands are really in right now that, you know, they, they've got four pillars, little skinny pillars, and you put some huge arrangement of them. Right. Um, those arrangements are not cheap. They cost a lot of money. So can you get a double purpose? Can you have them, you know, line the aisle and really just make the ceremony luscious and then take them from there and pop them on the gold stands as a centerpiece for guests and then they get a double use and you're saving every time that you do that around $500. Wow. Um, yeah, those, those, those arrangements are anywhere between $300 and $500 typically. So you're saving every time you can do that. You're getting a prettier ceremony and then you're able to just basically get like a two for one. Yeah. Um, and so like that's one idea that I have. And then also like if you do chair ties, um, a lot of times it's greenery. Sometimes people throw in a few flowers, but those work really well. Like if you're doing a farm table look or even just a rectangle table look um, to lay down the center of the table. Or if you're even doing a center a round table, they can go in the center of whether you have candles or any other arrangements. Um, but just like extra fluff on the table that people don't think like, hey, we can go sniff those off the chairs and go repurpose them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's one of them. And then the last one is any sort of install. So if you're, you know, there's all those geometric shapes now that people are using for the backdrop for their ceremony or a cross or um, pedestals. And so what I've tried to do when communicating with the florist to say, hey, like, can you use something somehow where it's an easy snip for us to remove it uh, maybe pull a few of like, you know, if there's greenery hanging to add to it or whatever, pull that out. But can we take that and can we repurpose it in front of the band or in front of the DJ or on the cake table or somewhere to where, you know, you go from kind of just like a, a good looking table to a beautiful table right. um, or, or area. I love to repurpose um, any sort of floral decor around the dance floor because then as you're doing your first dance you've got these flowers all around you and it just looks really freaking pretty um so i just wanted to do this segment to just kind of remind people like get creative with what you're designing for your ceremony and can you be strategic enough to where you can reuse some of that into your reception and kind of create more of a you know wow effect with your wedding but not necessarily add thousands of dollars onto your uh, floral proposal. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, and and you're right. It adds a lot more to the decor. Um, not only does it save you a little bit of money, but when you're repurposing, say for instance, you were talking about the DJ table. I mean, I think it looks great when they hang some floral and stuff right yeah. off the front of the DJ table, and and um, it just kind of ties everything in with the whole decor around exactly. the room, whether it's the centerpieces or uh, or any of that. Great planner tip, Abby. Thanks. Um, so that is her advice on repurposing your florals, ladies and gentlemen. Great advice and, and some stuff that I never even thought about. So uh, so good job there. <laughs> um, we, got a, we got a question from Barbara in New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana, or as they say it in Louisiana, New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> so uh, Barbara, we are going to, uh, Barbara asks us, I'm looking for photography packages and was wondering if I should book a package with one, two, or three shooters Please help. And I, Abby, you're kind of the 
pseudo photography <laughs> expert here. Um, so I'll chime in when I can, but I think um, we're going to throw this one to you and see what you think. So Barbara, I'm going to answer your questions with some questions because, you know, some of the things, the first things you need to think about are um, how big is your wedding party? Do you have 12 bridesmaids and 12 groomsmen? Do you have one bridesmaid and one groomsman? Do you just have a maid of honor, best man? Um, like how how big is your wedding? Because if you've got um, a lot of people, a lot of times at least a second shooter is recommended. Um, and the other thing to think about is like, what's important to you. So if you have the concept of like all the gals are getting ready in one room and all the guys are getting ready in the other, um, if you if that's like kind of the concept that you want and it's important for you to have pictures of just like the candid moments that are happening during that prep time of the wedding, then it's really important to try to have two shooters at minimum because you need someone kind of to be in one room at the same time as someone to be in the other room. One shooter can definitely hit both, but it's just a lot more uh, stress for time. You have to make sure that you plan everything out more intricately. Um, so I would say if you're going super simple, 40 people wedding, barely any in the wedding party, you can get away with doing one shooter. Um, but the more factors that you add into your wedding, the more shooters that I'd recommend. If you are a really high budget bride and wedding and you're you're going all out and you have a lot of details that need to be taken into consideration, it may be worth adding a third shooter. And maybe it's not for the full eight or 10 hours that your photographer's there. Maybe you just ask the photographer if they can come for um, you know, three or four hours during like the main bulk of, of the time that you want your the like important things captured, which is totally a thing that you can do. And I don't know that photographers are really outspoken about that, but a lot of times second and third shooters are just on like an hourly contract base. Right. So, um, you know, a lot of time you don't have to have them for the full eight hours. You don't really need two people uh, monitoring the dance floor and taking pictures for two hours at the end of the night. You can really cut that down to one person. So there's like a lot, I wouldn't say there's just like black and white, you need one, two or three in these situations. But I think if you can kind of look at your wedding individually and um, how how much is going into it and how many people there will be, uh, that'll kind of help guide you more into deciding, you know, how much it's worth. Because it, budget also plays into it too, because the more people you have, obviously, the more, um, the more photographers you have, the more expensive your package is going to be. But just kind of looking at all of those factors and then from there kind of deciding what works best for your wedding. Yeah, and you know what, Abby, you hit on a great topic um, on that in time because having uh, two photographers, so just so everybody knows, if you, if you have one shooter, there's only so much they can do. So they have to either be here shooting the wedding party or be over there doing this. So, so one person kind of limits the amount of time they have, which yes. then cuts into your time for everything else for the reception. Um, yep. But the beauty of that is, so if the main photographer is out shooting the wedding party, the second shooter can be inside doing pictures of, of the room and the cake table exactly. and, and everything else. So they're yes. kind of getting two things done, which then compresses the time frame for them, which leaves more time for, for dancing and partying and, and getting extra shots in that you may want to get in. Because I know a lot of times um, you'll have photographers who during the reception, because they didn't have enough time and because it's only one shooter, didn't have enough time to get stuff done during pre-ceremony they'll have to pull the bride and groom or some other folks out during the actual exactly. reception to get some of those yep. photos that they didn't have time to get earlier because they were shooting by themselves yep yep nailed it that's exactly right yeah and I'm always a fan of like smooth logistical days so I always have extra cushion time built into my timeline right um and I always try to recommend at least two shooters um if possible if the budget allows just because 
logistically, it's a lot more smoother. Yep, I agree. I agree. So Barbara in New Orleans, Louisiana, we hope that answered your question. <laughs> and if you need a planner, have Abby and I come down there because we would love to be down there for Mardi Gras. Uh, That's right. One of my favorite places to go is New Orleans. So mm-hmm. thank you, Barbara, for the question. If you want to get a question to Abby and I, just go to Rich, R-I-C-H, at Wedding com or Abby, which is A-B-B-I-E at WeddingProRadio.com and uh, would be happy to answer them on the air on an upcoming episode of the show. So Abby, it's time for my favorite feature because I'm partial, because I'm such a music lover, and that is our top 10 songs. And this week we are doing the top 10 bouquet toss songs. What, what? I'm so excited. These are all so fun. They are fun. <laughs> they are fun. And, you know, just so everybody knows, um, typically at a wedding reception, when you have a band or a DJ, what they will do when they call all the single ladies out to throw the bouquet, they will actually play some background music for ambiance as you're doing that and gathering everybody together. And then the song continues to play while you throw the bouquet itself. So we're going to count down some songs that you guys can use for that. Um, coming in at number 10 is Girl Fight by Brooke Valentine. Boy, stop. This is the only song I did not know on this list. I was like, man, I've never used this song. How funny is it that that you can actually picture girls fighting to this? That's what I think is hysterical because sometimes that happens. I've seen that happen. (laughs) Coming in at number nine is uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. Good old Pat. What a good song. This is a, uh, yeah, great choice. Great Yeah, this one really fits really well, too. And then um, kind of fitting in the theme because you know that when the uh, when the girl who catches the bouquet um, is supposed to get married to the guy to a guy or is the next one in line to get married is that how the tradition goes if yeah next one in line so this one fits perfectly number eight haven't met you yet by Michael Bublé yeah and also pro tip you guys after you catch the bouquet go find the girl that caught the bouquet if you're a bride and go like take a picture with her with your photographer it's always so fun yeah i always try to make sure that that happens before i get back into the music and the reception that they have time to get all those photos yes Yes. coming in at number seven our day will come kind of fits the same next person to get married theme by amy winehouse love amy winehouse i do too and this is a great song and then uh, coming in at number six, we have uh, Jump by Crisscross. I was laughing that this one was included, but it's it's so true. It, it, look, it fits. I mean, all these are meant it totally to, fits. All these at the end of the night, guys, the, this is when you're at the fun part of the reception. So any, yes. any little thing you can do to make it fun and, and make it interesting is, is always good. Um, coming in at number five, Hey Ladies by the Beastie Boys. All right, well, anything by the Beastie Boys is fine in my book. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so this is another good one. And then coming in at number four, which is uh, one of my Atlanta homies, Ludacris with Move. <laughs> Luda! <laughs> I love this song. And, it, and again, it's one that's kind of fun because it's telling everybody to get out of the way. I'm getting that bouquet. Hey, yeah, that rhymed. Yeah. That rhymed. <laughs> get out of the way. I'm getting my bouquet. Uh, coming in at number three, Dear Future Husband by Megan Trainer. I have never heard this one used for bouquet, but I'm freaking loving it. I am going to steal this. Well, absolutely. And that's why everybody voted on it, because I guess it gets requests a lot because the whole lyrics fit. And it's kind of a, it's It's such a funny, it's a great song. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And then we're getting to two of the top traditional ones uh, coming in at number two. Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cyndi Lauper. 
Yep, you nailed it with the top two because they're definitely the go-to, I think, when they're like, I don't know what to do, just do that one. Yeah, that's you're, one of these two. You know what, Abby, that is so that is so correct. That's exactly what happens is I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't care, just pick one. So the, yep. these are my top go-tos if they don't pick anything. And then number one, the number one bouquet toss song for wedding receptions, Single Ladies by Beyonce. The Queen herself, of course, that the bouquet toss number one song is is Queen Beyonce. Only fitting. Absolutely. And I probably, you know what, I probably would say 60% of the time, this this is the one that uh, most of my brides pick. Some will get creative and pick some of the other ones. Yep. Um, but those were the top 10. Just so you'll know, that segment is sponsored by DJ Songlist, which is an amazing planning app. And what we do is put the list together based on submissions by DJ Songlist. And uh, when people are putting their list together, what they pick is their bouquet toss song. And also, we throw it out to the DJ community to vote. So it's not just me randomly picking it. It's uh, people songs are people who are using all over the country for the bouquet toss. And that's how we, we get the list compiled. So um, excited about that one. We'll come up with another great top ten list next week. And uh, we will be back with more Wedding Pro Radio right after this. DJ Songlist is the ultimate special event music planning tool. It's an easy-to-use application that provides music planning and organization for any event. This app is frequently used for weddings, corporate parties, and any other event where a DJ or band has been hired. The songs are sorted by genre to make them easy to find and sort. In the app, you can listen, browse, and add songs to your customizable song list. For brides, there are even sections for wedding ceremony music and wedding reception specialty songs. Once finished, you can email your band or DJ the song list directly from the app. So, if you're planning a wedding or special event, download the DJ Song List app on the Apple App Store today and see how easy music planning for your event can be. ACH Events is a full-service wedding planning and design team based in Texas with a focus on unparalleled service and event personalization. We offer our clients expert advice and hands-on guidance, ultimately bringing your special day to fruition through a highly personalized, stress-limiting, and always enjoyable planning experience. Texas is our home, but we handle weddings across the country and internationally. Wedding planning can be overwhelming, especially in this time of COVID-19, but we're here to help. So join the hundreds of brides we've already worked with and let's help you make your wedding vision come true. Contact us at achevents.com and let's start planning your dream wedding. Looking for a DJ for your wedding celebration? Well then look no further than Black Tie Events. We are your source for DJ entertainment and so much more. With offices in Atlanta and Dallas-Fort Worth, let us help make your special day everything you dreamed it would be. Contact us at btevents.com or call us at 770-582-0525. Welcome back to Wedding Pro Radio. Great segments on the Bouquet Toss song. I had so much fun with those, Abby. I was I was dancing in my chair while I was playing those <laughs> here in the studio. Shaking the hips. <laughs> there you go. Shaking the hips and all I need is some alcohol to put on my lips and I'll be good to go and I'll be in party mode. <laughs> so we yes. are, we are uh, so excited for uh, for Natasha and the great information she gave us um, and the questions that we had. Barbara in New Orleans gave us a great question. Um, Abby's tip about repurposing florals is great too. If you guys want to check out the show, go to any podcast platform and type in Wedding Pro Radio. All our episodes are up there. You can go to our website, WeddingProRadio.com, and click on the episodes link and listen to episodes there as well. Also, tell your friends. Spread the word. Go to our social media pages. Let people know about Wedding Pro Radio. 
Um, I, Abby, I got a call from a, a bride this week that said this was her favorite wedding podcast. She said she listens to a bunch of them, and what she loved about it is that we'll do a main topic, but we won't talk something to death for an hour. We move on and do other stuff and fun little segments, and, and it, it was really cool to hear that. Dude, it made my day. It was so awesome to hear that positive feedback. And I think, too, if you're a vendor listening and you feel like, man, that's some good information, share it and send it out to your current clients. Like, let them know that this we're a great resource just to help. If everyone's on the same team and helping, you know, the client plan the best wedding ever, if they can have little nuggets of knowledge that we talk about on this show, you know, distributed to their clients, like, it's it, everyone wins and it's a better experience for everyone. So feel free to share this with any of your clients. Um, if you're a vendor listening. Yeah. And if you're a vendor and you have a topic you want us to touch on, yeah. uh, let us know. Or if you want to be on the show, contact Abby or I, um, again, to get in touch with us. I am Rich, R-I-C-H, at WeddingProRadio.com. Abby is A-B-B-I-E at WeddingProRadio.com. Reach out to us and let us know a topic or let us know if you're interested in being on the show. we got a couple of really cool guests coming up, and I'm working on some big stuff for us to do for that. So um, excited about that. Reach out to us. Also want to do some sponsor thank yous. The Phoenix Radio Network, actually, I love these guys. They run our show three times a week. How awesome is that? So so you can listen live on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. You can also listen Saturdays and Sundays at noon live. And to to get there, all you have to do is go to phoenixradio.net. phoenixradio.net. Click on the link for their player, and you can listen live to all our shows Also, Big Talk Radio Del Marva, which runs our shows on Saturday and Sunday at noon as well. So you got two different options to listen to it um, on the weekends at noon. And then uh, sponsor thank yous going out to DJ Songlist, ACH Events, and Black Tie Events, all proud sponsors of Wedding Pro Radio. So, Abby, what do we got coming up next week? We are going to talk. It's been a big conversation lately of just like how the wedding industry is shifting and changing and I think it's important not only to have this conversation amongst the vendors, but just also bring the the customers and the clients into just understanding how COVID and everything that we've just gone through in the last year is impacting the industry and what we're seeing and where it's going and how it's changing and all that jazz. So we're going to dive into that next week. Yeah, and you and I kind of touched on that a little bit during a personal conversation of some of the stuff that we thought was going on that's, that's kind of wonky with the industry and how the industry is trying to bounce back after getting so hard hit so hard with COVID. So um, yep. we want everybody to know out there that listens to the show, we are bouncing back um, slowly, but surely we're going to get back to where we need to be and uh, everybody be able to celebrate together. So Abby, look forward to talking to you next week. Me too. I'm so excited. I love this show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm really excited to see where it's going and where it's come from. And uh, just keep sharing it with your your friends, your clients, and colleagues. And um, hopefully we're, we're helping people all across the nation plan their wedding. Absolutely. We will be back next week with more Wedding Pro Radio. 